0: Welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode brought to us by CoinSierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. CoinSierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, got a special interview couple today that we're doing. It's uh, the founders of the Las Vegas Bitcoin Meetup uh they are known as the crypto couple you can follow them on every social media channel Aaron Nakamoto and Kingsley Edwards and you know Aaron and Kingsley I want to thank you thank you guys for joining us today and uh really appreciate you taking the time out to do an interview today
1: yeah no problem yeah. thanks for having us on yeah
0: all right cool so i guess the biggest thing you know i've been following you for a little while both of you guys and see a lot you're you're heavily involved in in the cryptocurrency communities uh you know whether it's working with projects or influencers. So tell me a little bit about, and maybe I guess we'll start with you, Aaron, and go to Kingsley. How did you get your start in the cryptocurrency space? What, what started you in this?
1: Uh, so what, what started me was I was working downtown in 2014 at a hotel and casino, and they had just announced that they were going to start accepting Bitcoin uh, for hotel rooms, and in restaurants and so the same day that they announced that they actually gave us a little bit of Bitcoin told us not to lose our private keys I lost my private keys and um, I actually received a call from Kingsley who I didn't know at the time and he asked to put on a Bitcoin meetup and so uh, and so that kind of just started my journey and then fast forward a year later we started dating (laughs) and I've just kind of been thrown into it uh, ever since
0: nice nice what about you Kingsley
2: I, uh, I heard about Bitcoin back in the, the good old days. Um, I think I heard before like the initial run up when it got to like $20, 30 and then it crashed back down. At the time I was in actually wealth management. I was uh, still kind of from that kind of Ron Paul scene, you know, precious metals, libertarian kind of background. So, uh, so I didn't really take the time to really study it. I, thought it. I thought it was just some sort of, you know, internet magic money. And, uh,
1: That's
2: what I thought too. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I dismissed it at first and then actually one of my friends in 2012, he raised some money to create a Bitcoin exchange in New York and he raised, you know, some of this money was coming from, uh, some pretty prominent VCs. And I was like, well, uh, I guess, you know, smart money starting to move into this industry. So I better take another look at it. And at the time I think Bitcoin was $5. Uh, and then, uh, then I ended up buying in, uh, early 2013, uh, around $20 when Coinbase just got a, a Y Combinator. Um, from there, I, uh, I started a, a company, um, called Leeds that eventually got, a, got acquired and we built a, uh, a e-sports Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin platform, uh, online so people can play against each other and pop their video games through Bitcoin. We raised some money from Tim Draper and all this. Uh, anyway, my story, I feel like this can go on and on, but... Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it, it, his, his intro story could honestly go on it for like go on for four hours. Yeah. Hey,
0: I wasn't stopping. You know, some good information. That's awesome. That's uh, very interesting to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> this year, you know. Sorry? I said you've seen quite a few projects come and go, right?
2: Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, just, uh, you know, being in like any other industry when you have five years experience, you know, that's kind of like the, the middle tier. But man, five years in, plus in crypto now, I think I'm going on six years is like a lifetime.
1: All those people who have blockchain expert in their LinkedIn profiles for like the last year, Kingsley really is a, a, a Bitcoin OG, so.
2: Well, yeah, I I don't consider myself an OG, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's been great to, to kind of witness what's going on. I think this is uh, such a, the most exciting industry. Um, it moves so fast, there's so many things going on. I mean, even before this we were talking about, you know, decentralized internet solutions and all this.
0: So, uh, so I just think that there's so much to keep up with. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, I guess my next question for you, you guys. So, the Las Vegas Bitcoin Meetup that's been going on for you said is it about a year? You, you said.
1: No, it's that we through the very first one in 2014. Yeah,
2: early. Yeah, first quarter of uh, 2014.
0: So, how have you seen? I mean, so you've been through uh, you know different market cycles. How how's the attendance? been at the bitcoin meetups recently compared to say a year ago
1: well i would say um honestly like our, our meetups get pretty good attendance especially recently which is odd being that it is a bear market um you know we see anywhere from i would say 25 to 50 people uh depending on the meetup uh, last meetup we had was about 50 people and that was last month end of last month
2: yeah, we started off uh the first one we threw was uh was kind of, you know, I think it was a little bit bigger. We had, you know, over a hundred people. We had like the local news channel, we had a Bitcoin bar set up, we had uh selling uh you hot know dogs. hot dogs for Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. But uh in, in in the last bear market in like two thousand fifteen and even later two thousand fourteen, we even had we had Andreas Antonopoulos come and only twenty people showed up. So that shows you like how dire things can get, right? But um, but this time actually I've been surprised and we we have great conversations, great people. A lot of companies are, are in Las Vegas that are crypto focused. Um, so it's becoming uh, you know it's becoming more and more mainstream, which is you know exactly what we want to see. So
1: right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I always try to focus people away from the price and more of what's happening. Uh, and you're right. I mean, we've seen a lot of there's been a lot of development in the industry over the last 12 months. All oh, right. Price I mean. Action.
2: Yeah, I mean, the smartest people from finance, technology, investors from, you know, across industries are moving to crypto um, because not only is it just really exciting and it provides, you know, this humanitarian aspect that I think a lot of people are catching on to.
1: Yeah. Um, We just heard uh, a friend of ours just, uh, I forgot who it was, but he said that he had just had, he just hired someone, a banker who worked at Deutsche Bank and he left.
2: Yeah, from banking even? From banking. Right. So, uh, so regardless of the price, it's like, if anything, it just provides a, a better entry point for, for the, you know, the masses to, uh, to be able to buy back in below, you know, 20,000. It's always funny. You know, I'm sure you've got the same thing where you're hit up on Facebook from all your friends and family and they're like, yeah, once you, it's
1: on an uptrend, yeah, you're like, you're flooded, your inbox gets flooded. We with were, people.
2: we remember you talking about Bitcoin, you know, back, back then. Well, now I want to get in and it's, you know, 15 K 20 K. And then uh, they're like, well, I'll I'll wait till it goes back down. And then when it does go back down, they're like, oh, now, yeah, now, you know, (laughs) now we don't want to get in. We're too scared. But, uh, but eventually they'll all go get back in when it's at 25
0: or 30,000. So
2: yeah,
0: it is what it is. I'm actually laughing because yeah, I knew exactly where you were going with that story. (laughs) Those those (laughs) same people that said they wish they could have bought it at 3000 or 5,000, didn't want to buy it. (laughs) don't want to buy it now. Yeah, Yeah. but
1: it's funny because I really, I don't think we're ever going to see prices this low again.
0: No, I I saw a Twitter post. I forgot who made it, but it was talking about, I think it was a brother that, you know, said he was going to buy it at this price and this price. And he said, he'll probably buy it at a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, when it was 20, he was going to wait for it to go, go back down and, and then every time it dropped, I'll wait for a lower price and he's probably going to end up buying it at a hundred thousand. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like my, my background is being in wealth management and finance. And this is how I uh, initially got like attracted to just investments and found out about Bitcoin. But, uh, it is normal with every market that this, the thing with crypto is that it's much more volatile because it's a much more free market. And it's just, uh, it's very, you know, it's very quick. So there's lots of things going on at the same time and it's, it's worldwide too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, this is this is nothing normal that we don't see in other markets. It's just crypto. It, it's it's uh, like basically hyperbolic or whatever, where uh, you know it's just kind of high, high, uh, much much larger swings and uh, and lots lots more things happening just all
0: at once. Absolutely, I tell people all the time: embrace the volatility because when it's stable, you're gonna wish you would have embraced it when you could have. You know? Exactly. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's not gonna be stable until we have really just huge massive mass adoption. adoption, right? Yeah, oh, cool. By that time, it'll hopefully it'll actually be boring, you know, because yeah. this is going to be regular money that we all know and use.
1: Actually, I just I just met a guy. Uh, actually, I've known him for a while, but he just introduced a product to me. I don't know if you saw my my tweet about it, Wayne, but it was uh, it's called Elect- ElectroPay, and it's basically like a crypto point of sale system. and It's so cool. It's uh you basically can. It comes with a calculator. You punch in like the dollar amount or whatever currency. Uh, That country has and then it'll automatically convert that to whatever crypto price or whatever crypto you want to use that that price point and uh, you just scan a QR code and it prints a receipt. It's I think that should be in every restaurant every grocery store like that's things like that are going to push mass adoption.
0: Nice. I think I saw that Did it have like a dash sign above it.
1: Yeah. Yep. Dash is one of the 20 cryptocurrencies that they accept.
0: Nice, nice. I love projects that are helping to make crypto mainstream. Uh, that's, that's my focus. They've got working products and things that are going to bring the masses. Cause when you're going to have people that are, you know, eventually going to be using crypto and not even realize they're using crypto, that's when we've hit, you know, that's exactly. when we it out of the park. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. let me dig a little deeper now. So what, what projects are say project interest interest you the most right now? What, what, what project have you seen that gives you the most excitement as far as what's out there?
2: Um, what project is most exciting right now. Well, I mean, there are a, a bunch of decentralized internet solutions. I mean, internally we're actually building a, uh, a crypto wallet that we're very excited about. We just, um, we just were, were uh, let known that we got into boost VC, which is like one of the prominent blockchain startup accelerators mm-hmm. that's run by the, uh, the Drapers in, uh, in the Bay area. Um, and then really, I think, I think actually a lot of the focus, like, you know, just going back to kind of merchant adoption, you know, I think merchant adoption is so important. So I'm hoping that in the next run up, we, we are going to see more uh, merchant adoption focus. This, this, this last thing was just like crazy, you know, just speculation, speculation, speculation. Um, so these things that will be the on, you know, the onboarding ramps for, for mass adoption are, are so important. Uh, things like even just taking a lot of, you know, our wallet or other wallets and looking at Making things more user-friendly, I think, is so important. And it's such a, it's a small overlooked detail, but it's just so important for people. I, I say a lot of times now that most blockchain applications are made uh, for engineers by engineers because, you know, you started with all these crypto, hardcore crypto anarchists and engineers and coders, and now it's becoming more and more mainstream. So we need to get over, uh, even we, I have some issues with our own engineers where, you know, they, they use things that are just like kind of so advanced where... Um, We we really need to bridge that gap so that, you know, mom and pops will be able to interact with crypto without having any issues. Right. Yeah. uh,
1: Also, I think, honestly, I really think, uh, I'm sorry, 2019 is going to be like the year of decentralized exchanges and also privacy coins. Yes. I think that like the technology that I'm excited about, it hasn't, I don't think it's been really pushed and created yet.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I
2: think that, um, especially, I mean, five ten years out, I, I actually think that most most transactions uh, on on even if they're on public blockchains, um, but they'll they'll be private transactions. You know, there's no, there's no reason for I buy buy uh, buy some coffee or some pizza that it needs to be posted publicly for for any reason. So I think we'll see a shift eventually in the years to come mm-hmm. to be uh, either you know using Monero or, or similar types of technologies.
0: Yeah,
1: or who knows what's going to come out. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah so you know i tell people all the time that that crypto is when they ask me about cryptocurrency i tell them it's not just it's not about money it's really about freedom and i know you guys are are very big into that same mindset it seems at least from what i see uh on social media and a little bit we talked
1: yeah yep that's uh i mean that's something that i try to push in every conversation um i always say the the least interesting thing about bitcoin and crypto is, is the price point um you know there is such a bigger message behind behind cryptocurrency that so many people don't realize you know i really think that cryptocurrency could be the thing to bring down central banking and i think that's what the conversation really needs to be about because central banking really is the enemy of the people
2: yeah when I mean, we were just hanging out with uh Edward griffin at his uh his private uh, uh retreats in california in mine country this past weekend and he wrote the the creature from Jekyll Island. I read that in 2009 and that was just such an eye opener to see. I already knew that central banks are bad just from being in finance and having to take these, these uh, you know, state uh, licensing tests and say, basically the question is, is the Federal Reserve good? True or false? And I know which question I have to answer, you know, it wasn't exactly that question, but I know what I have to answer to get the, to pass the test. You
1: know, how much, how much was it to take that test? Like yeah, yeah, it's the just, huge it's just, extortion it's racket. Just, yeah.
2: But, I mean, the whole, the whole idea of uh, central banks and the fact that, you know, this past century we has spent the century of central, uh, at least in the U.S., central banks and also has been the year of, uh, of all these endless wars. Uh, you know, the government, governments can't fund these things without uh, having access to the, the monopoly money printing press that right. they do. So once we cut off those ties. And um, pro-
1: mon- the power of controlling, you know, each other's money.
2: Mm-hmm. Back into to the back, people. Yeah.
1: Back into the people's hands. I think that's, that's going to make a huge difference.
2: Yeah. I mean, as corny as it sounds, it really is, you know, power to the people type of uh, thing. And it's, it's a worldwide movement too. Like there's, there's no, uh, there's no one out there that's, that's not affected about what, with what's going
0: on now and the uh, currency situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny you guys mentioned that because, uh, you know, there's a lot, the last guy I was interviewing for this podcast, he's, he lives a couple hours outside of London and he used to work for BBC. And like you said, having worked in the finance world, you understand how, how, you know, how bad central banks are. And for him, it was, he said, once he got into the production room, he realized how twisted they make the news. And, and, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, blockchain and cryptocurrency has the potential to, I guess, open, open everybody's eyes and give back that freedom back to the people that, that a lot of entities try to take and, or, you know, power grabs, I guess you can call it, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, we're looking right now even on uh, the social media platforms. I mean, we already know that, you know, mainstream media is pretty is, is all fake news. I mean, yeah. if, if Trump if Trump's right about one thing, he is right about that. Um, but even with this social media, I mean, all of, we know lots of people that are getting purged um, for saying nothing controversial. They just they're just speaking the truth or they're, they're giving their opinion. And it's not like hate speech or like this kind of other stuff. So that's no. that's one thing, you know, with this decentralized technology as well. Um, we're seeing uh, platforms migrate, and eventually there's, there is going to be a tipping point where there's a max, uh, mass exodus uh, on the current centralized platforms to more decentralized ones. I
1: mean, look what happened. Look what happened with Gab.ai. So that shooter, um, I, I forgot what shooting it was. What was it?
2: Was it this one, this past one in Thousand Oaks, or no?
1: I don't know, but there, there was a, yeah, there was a shooting, and that shooter you know, posted on Gab, which is a Twitter alternative. And, uh, and the, the internet or whatever, shut them down, you know, like well, they, gab,
2: lost, yeah, they lost their Twitter account, gab, I think they lost their PayPal account, gab, no, but the
1: Gab site itself got shut down Yeah, from
2: GoDaddy. Yeah.
1: And it's just, it's so crazy, you know, shooters and, and all these bad people, they post manifestos on Facebook and on Twitter and they don't get shut down. You know, that just goes to show you there's the power of these crazy companies.
0: Yeah. They're just looking for it. Yeah. All right. So you guys, you know, both been in the space a lot longer than, than most people, especially a lot of people that are listening in. Cause you know, my target audience, I do have a few people that have been in for a few years, but a lot of them are fairly new because, you know, I wanted to fill a void with, with just education that, that needs to be out there. And I'm sure it's the same reason, uh, you, you have the, you know, Las Vegas Bitcoin meetup and some of the things that you do, but what, what kind of advice would you give someone that's maybe either looking outside? Thinking about getting involved in the cryptocurrency space, or, or studying blockchain, or maybe they they hopped into the beginning of the year and it's been a downhill ride for them. What, what kind of advice would you give give that person?
2: I'd say um, even if you got in at twenty k, you know, I mean, if you're if you're, it all depends on your goals, right? If you're looking to make a quick buck, um, you know, it is possible to do that in crypto, but it's it can be, you know, if you catch the wrong swing, you're you, you're going to get screwed. So if you, but if you have a more long term, um, you know, kind of timeline and, and, and goal in mind, okay. uh, you know, I think I think twenty k is kind of going to be just a, a blip on the map in five to ten years, you know, twenty years down the down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not even sure if actually Bitcoin is going to be the end all be all eventually, but uh, but I think you know we'll we'll see what kind of ends up as, as the winner. But you know, it, just in cryptocurrencies in general, we're looking at a market cap total now just above, you know, a hundred million dollars. This is nothing. This is, this is a small, basically like a, a small cap, uh, or sorry, a hundred, hundred billion dollars. This is, this is like a, a small little economy that we have here that that needs to be in the hundreds of trillions of dollars. Uh, when you, when you talk in, you know, uh, businesses being built on blockchain, we're talking about money being reinvented on blockchain. We're talking about all these new technologies, internets, you know, this, this is uh, uh, derivatives, you know, all these things, all these assets can be, uh, Kind of tokenized and so you know this is we're in the very early days so if you if you if you have the means it's probably best to, to hold it out we always say you know this isn't financial advice or whatever because they say that you can't get sued if you say that <laughs> uh but uh but you know i always tell people just you know i because i I'm, I'm not like a day trader either but I, I'm, I'm able to catch some major swings and i, I do truly believe now i, I thought that uh, bitcoin was going to 4k uh, 3k is a little surprising but it's actually not that surprising um, but it's always best to just dollar cost, cost average monthly, whatever you can afford to lose, just put it in there.
1: Yeah. I think that's huge. Whatever you can yeah. afford to lose.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: and, and honestly take responsibility for, for your decisions and your, you know, what you put in, if you lose it, then, you know, you just kind of kind of take that loss.
2: Yeah. And going back to our original point, like realize that all the smartest people from all these different industries are moving to crypto. So this isn't like, it's not going away anytime soon. This right. is, this is going to be here for uh, for a while.
1: As for me, I think my biggest uh, piece of advice is just uh, do your own research. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anybody to give you any info. Just make sure you are the one on Google. You're watching YouTube videos. You're constantly plugged into these projects. You know, like if, you see a coin that you're interested in, go online and look up the team behind it and look what they did before that. And, and really just be as plugged in as possible and, and just, yeah, do your own research. Don't, know. Absolutely.
0: don't, don't trust the guys that have a blockchain expert as, as their title on LinkedIn. Yeah, right?
1: please, please don't yeah. do that. Except for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I've That's earned it. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that claim to be experts are the ones that aren't in the, the ones that truly are humble and don't really, you know, don't really right. have to worry about it. Absolutely. I, well,
1: I think greed is huge in this space. You know, anything, anything that can make you a little bit of money, I think greed is a huge factor in the cryptocurrency space, which is another reason why you have to just question everything and and do your own research.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, guys, I definitely want to thank you all for, for coming on this evening. It's uh it's always a pleasure to talk to people like-minded as well. I mean, it's uh, a lot of what you say is, is what I, I tell people all the time. And, and uh, you know, I think all of our goals is really just to move this whole industry forward, whatever it happens, you know, whatever it takes. Um, I tell people all the time, there's not enough room in this. I mean, there's, there's too much room in this space for competition. Everybody just needs to collaborate and quit, you know, working against each other.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And just work together. Yeah. I love that. Well, I think Kingsley and I are actually going to be, uh, I think we might make your conference in, in New Orleans in
0: nice, March.
1: Nice. So we're going to try to get down there. We love, we love New Orleans.
0: Yep, yeah, it's, it's a perfect time to come. You know, it's going to be a beautiful weather and, and New Orleans is always a fun town. And uh, just for those of you listening, she's talking about the Cryptocurrent Conference I've mentioned in, in past episodes, March 14th and 15th in New Orleans. Uh, you can find the tickets. I have the link posted on my Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. Uh, also have a little discount code in there as well that I'll post in the comments of this podcast as well. So, um, and looking forward to seeing, seeing you guys come down. I know, uh, you know, I know, uh, new Orleans is not really known as a cryptocurrency hub yet, but we definitely want to get, get the word out with the, you know, Vegas. I'm kind of jealous watching you all yet. You have all the, everything in your backyard just about every crypto conference is, is in Vegas or LA or Miami.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're lucky to be here.
1: Yeah. We're actually going to be uh, heading to Miami in January for the North American Bitcoin conference. So if you can make that one. That would be, it would be good to see you there.
0: I saw that. I was just looking at the logistics, trying to figure out how to make that work. Cause I'm going to be in Houston on the 19th. So uh,
1: it's funny. We're actually going to be road tripping. So we're going to be stopping in a, uh, in Houston and then we're going to actually go to New Orleans. So maybe we can pick you up on the way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just let me know. I'll try to make it work and see if I can't get a flight from there to Houston.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. All
0: right, well, Aaron and Kingsley, I, again, I appreciate the time. It, it's been a pleasure and, and thank you for sharing some of your knowledge and wisdom and insight with with everybody. And uh, any, any final words?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. I appreciate you having us on.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I think, no, oh, I actually am having a, a Las Vegas Bitcoin meetup Uh, It's on December 20th. It's our beat the bear market party. So we're going to have bowling cocktails and we're going to be doing a huddle day giveaways.
0: Nice. Nice. So if you're in Vegas, check that out. Kind of wish I was, uh, I've got to ask though. So beat the bear. Have you thought about dressing someone as a bear and letting people, I don't know, just beat on them with Ooh, that'd be good. Like a inflator. No, pinata. but I
1: love that idea.
0: <laughs> that's a good idea. Or a dunking booth, one or the other. I mean, just some, yeah. somebody in a bear costume gets... Yeah. Bear. Who, who, do
2: we, who do we not like that we can put in a dunking booth?
1: A banker? Yeah, I wish we could get like <laughs> Ben
0: Bernanke or Paul Krugman or
1: something.
0: <laughs> yeah. A banker in a bear outfit, man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. No, that's a great idea. Thanks for the suggestion.
0: Yeah. And yeah, yeah, no, I think I got one from y'all. Maybe have another one with a banker involved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Wayne. Well, thanks again for having us on. Hope you have a great evening.
0: Yeah, thank you. You have a great evening, and thank you everybody for listening in. And we will catch you on the next episode.